it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Big thanks to Derek of Big Six Clan and our featured patrons. And I like to mention that our anonymous patrons, I, I don't mention them enough, but we do have three anon- anonymous patrons, and their names are anonymous. Uh, we also have Homer CF, BA Wag 75, Roomba Cats, Stark AZ, MP Dreyer, Fishing Kitty, Winland Bunch, and our new patrons. Tag and the GSDs, the Bryant Boys, Bell on the Move, Hailmeister, RJ Elder, and KC0AOO. I don't know if I did that right or not. Let me know if I screwed that up or not. But <laughs> that's what their GC name is. It's kind of like uh, 00 Ridland Kids 0O, Jesse. That's the KC0AOO. So. Yeah, sometimes you just have to ask him how to pronounce it. I, I'm guessing it. It. I'm sure it stands for something. So anyway, um, all right. Let's. We're in the show. I think we're in show five eleven. Welcome Bryce Reed to the show. Welcome to Geocache Talk. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, glad glad you could make it tonight. Uh, it's uh, going to be great. To uh, going to be a, a fun night. Uh, I think it'll be interesting really to uh oh there we go yes that is corrected but but what but what <laughs> i don't know he leave us hanging um but yeah uh yeah thanks thanks bryce for for being with us tonight and uh we got a couple news items and then we'll jump into um the top topics for tonight let's start with <laughs> And I messed up Adi's Adi's name. Still doesn't pronounce my name correct. Hmm. Okay. There's no excuse for that. You've known him for years. I know. I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Uh. Okay. We're moving on. <laughs> uh. So every premium member can now create an adventure 
This means your geocaching account has a credit available to create an adventure with up to five locations. Now you can add the growing number of memorable and fun experiences created by people just like just like you. So did you know that was coming uh, out? I did not. I did not either. And all of a sudden you just get an adventure lab and how many is that going to produce? That seems like it's going to be a lot. Well, you've seen the map. The map is thousands of adventures out there right now. So yeah, but if every what, premium member gets one, there's, I don't know how many premium members there are. I'm sure we can look that up somewhere. Right. But if mm-hmm. even half of them, that's like, it's going to be like a million, a million <laughs> adventure labs out there. So I don't know. That's going to be, seems like it's going to flood the flood the field pretty good. Oh, yes, I agree. Sorry, I'm definitely squirreling tonight, distracted. It's his amateur call sign. Okay, there you go. So that makes, so ham radio operator is my guess, right? Maybe he's a fighter pilot. Who knows? He could be a fighter pilot. It is is, is that season, right? Top Gun stuff. There you go. Um, Yeah, so... uh, we're planning to do another show. We did one quite a while back, but we'll do another show about how you even create an adventure lab, create a good one. So, um, yes, I bet we can find people out there that only do adventure labs. Probably so. I mean, think about it. People have come into the game and that's just the digital side of it, you know, and I bet there's people out there that are like, I'm not going to look for Tupperware trash in the woods. I'm just going to do these digital ones. It's like a video game on my phone. So, it's, if you're it's a different breed, but, you know, I bet, yeah, I bet there's people out there. There's no way to probably, well, you can't even check that on Project GC, I don't think. But see, there's people that have had thousands of those fines, but like zero real fines. Yeah. Um, so have you ever done an adventure lab yet, uh, Bryce? Have you, yeah, I've done a few. I could see, okay. I could see people like finding out about that first and not knowing about geocaching, uh, because it is a separate app, even though they are synced right i like your adventure lab finds count to, as geocaches towards your right some total right but if you live in a if you live in a, a big city maybe adventure lab is kind of is something you could do without worrying about muggles and so forth so mm-hmm. oh for sure yeah uh all right and then our other note um we want to uh discuss tonight and actually uh i'm gonna have we're gonna bring uh, Jeff on with us. So there you are. Hey, Jeff, how are things up in Canada? Oh, it's a nice warm day today. Great <laughs> weekend. Sun was out. I think I might've got some sun. <laughs> y'all what get... is a warm day in Canada? What does that yeah, mean? What's, yeah, what's, a, what's a warm day up there? <laughs> yeah. 15, 50s? 20 degrees. <laughs> Celsius. 20 cent- Celsius. Yeah. Wait, oh, hang on. Let me, I could convert that. Wait, that uh, that's like 95 real 95 American. I don't know what that is. Probably <laughs> yeah. What's the translation to, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I can do it. So that's like uh, advanced algebra to be able to translate that over. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, the announcement. Yeah. The news? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted by Celsius. We got all the Celsius. You blew all I'm, of our minds. I'm, I'm, I'm very squirrel tonight. So, yes. Uh, tell everybody about Challenge Academy and what's going on with Challenge Academy for Cash Fest, please. 
Yeah. So we uh, we announced last week on uh, Challenge Talk that the Challenge Academy content for Cash Fest in July, we have Challenge Passports. And the first one we uh, just announced to start last week was the uh, the GeoTrails Passport. And now we have the passport ready for you to uh, to download. It's a PDF that you can download and start accomplishing all the tasks you can think of that you're able to. Um, and just try to complete the geo trails on your way to the mega event cash fest and uh, yep lots of prizes to win and uh, we've got the wheel of challenges will be at challenge academy at cash fest wheel of challenges <laughs> okay i messed yep. that up sorry yeah and, uh, yeah we're, we're super excited for it but we just wanted to uh to provide a whole bunch of fun for everybody who's going to be there and uh have a lot of fun while there there will be two other passports as well during the event to uh, to work mm -hmm. on for fun as well. That's awesome. Basically have to try hard not to have a chance to win a prize. Mm -hmm. that's, that's basically <laughs> how it works out. If you try it all, you'll have a chance to win a prize. Yep. It, I'm really excited for Challenge Academy. Uh, you know, we've been, we've all been kind of huddled in our, we've kind of split everything up into groups and you know, I've been trying to help help. You know, I'm helping the puzzle guys with the puzzle academy, and uh, you know, the the gadget guys are doing the gadget stuff. And I know that I'm in the the group chat with all the other uh, folks, with Emily and you and Jesse. And I I, saw, I was hearing you know conversations, and I heard you know on the side, and I saw you guys having meetings. And I you know, and once I saw what you guys were doing it's amazing it's really there's never been like something like that at a mega ever i mean i i guarantee you i and i've i've seen i've been to many megas jesse's been to many megas jeff you've been to many megas we've all seen or heard if we haven't been to other ones about things that go on at megas and this takes the cake this is by far the most incredible thing that's ever been done in a mega as far as challenges goes yeah, and we're hoping it's going to be fun and uh, and accessible for everybody. And it's the first time we're doing it, so who knows if it's perfect or not? But uh, there's always room for improvement if it happens again. So oh um, yeah, yeah. We're even if it is doing perfect, our best to make sure you guys fun. have fun. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, even if it's not perfect, I know you got you guys. You guys are knocking out of the park already. I mean, just with the 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 things that you're going to get, people are going to get to do to be part of it. And so I'm excited. There's so many things going on for Cash Fest, you know, uh, so much that we won't even, we can't even get into tonight. But anyway, got the graphic up. We'll have the link in the show notes, but also it's uh, let's br let me bring up the there's the the graphic um, for the first challenge passport number one, correct for the yep. Geo Trails. So that's awesome. All right, very good. Um, Thanks, Jeff. We'll talk soon and um, looking forward to everything. Yep, it'll be fun. Thanks, okay. Jeff. It <laughs> will it. be. I know it will be. <laughs> Thanks, my friend. Uh, all right. Good, good, good stuff going on for that. All right. Let's get into the last couple items. Jesse, you want to you want to update us on yeah. webcams in the world? <clears throat> yeah, I stopped updating on webcams, but then we talked about it on Challenge Talk recently. So I thought I'd bring it out on this one, too. And I looked it up again today, and it's just going down so fast. So I, the only reason I'm bringing it up, we're down to 84 in the U.S. and 212 worldwide right now. They're enabled. Wow. 
The only reason I bring that up is because we're talking about megas and stuff like that. If you're traveling this summer, if you're going to a mega and there's other megas too, besides Memphis, but I don't know why you go to any of those. Just go to Memphis, but um, kidding, of course. But um, <laughs> if you get anywhere near or you're doing your route or, you know, you're, you're jumping on cash tour or whatever, get those webcams. They are almost gone. And we have no mm-hmm. reason to think that they're going to come back like virtuals did or anything else. But five years from now, when they're all gone, and we get to tell people, yeah, we used to have these things called webcams. You're going to be regretting everyone you didn't get because, yeah. you know, it's going to be the grandfathered in deal and you get to talk smack because they can't get any more. And um, I'm just just urging you to get out. If you're anywhere close, drive out of your way to get it. But they're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're almost gone now. There's more like year 2000 caches than there are webcams. They're, they're getting extremely rare. So uh, have you I ever done a webcam? I don't know, but no, yeah. I've never found a webcam one actually. So I knew they exist, but there don't seem to be any in the Chicago area. I don't, I think th- yeah, I don't know where the closest one would be for you. Um, no. I would search one, even if you only get one, I would get one just because you'll regret if you don't get the opportunity to do it later. At least one, yeah, yeah. Game for years. Um, and they're they're silly, they're easy. You go and you take your picture, you know. You understand why they don't do it now. Back in the day, that was hard. You had to call somebody on the computer and stuff and get them to do it. But now you can pull up your phone. Hey, there's me. There I am. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's one of those things is definitely going away. Unless unless HU has something that they haven't told us yet, which obviously they could. um, That'll be one of those things within a couple years, I'll predict. Like, oh, remember those things we used to have? But uh, yeah. yeah. Um, And then I have one other thing. So. Yeah, I'm moving. We, we talked about this for the show. I'm moving what? from uh, down to Florida. I'm changing Colorado. 12 years I've been here. I'm going to outside Tampa. And uh, I was all super excited until the other day we we decided, you know what? Let's host an event, just a going away event. And then I started getting sad because I realized, like, all my friends that I have here are geocachers. I've met almost mm-hmm. everybody outside of work. I met everybody through geocaching. And I'm leaving that group. And as people started saying, like, hey, I'll be there. Um, I was like, crap, I'm not going to be able to just call them up and go geocaching with them anymore. So that was kind of, that was kind of that sobering of the big move. Everything else was like, oh, we're excited. We're going to the beach. Oh, we're leaving all our geocaching friends. So Mm -hmm. that was one of those, that reality set in for us when we, when we hosted that or, you know, published that event the other day. But, um, so yeah, happy and sad times, right? So enjoy your geocaching friends while you're near them because, you know, you never know who moves off. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll make lots of new geocaching friends down in Florida. So, so there you go. Now it, it is kind of nice to refresh the game board. Like everything is brand new. So right. that, that's kind of fun. That's it's kind of like cheating almost, but uh, I'm looking forward to that part of it. Yeah. Um, Jim mentions. So just to let you know, Bryce, there's one in Fort Wayne, Indiana. If you want to make a big trek down to Fort Wayne. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll take a road trip out there. Road trip down there or whatever. So, um, oh, he said that this is a much closer uh, there appears to be a couple in Milwaukee, so oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's a short trip. Yeah, yeah. I visited nice. a friend. I visited a friend in Milwaukee. We went down to a to a Blackhawks game, so I know you can do that in one night. So yep. Yeah, they're yeah. not far. Not far from Milwaukee. So, um, yeah, very cool. All right, well, let's let's get into the show. So again, Bryce, thanks for being on with us. Um, Bryce. Um, we're going we're gonna to run the gamut of different things tonight. Uh, we'll get into your caching here in a minute, but uh, I know we talked about before, uh, and I really appreciate you being on tonight right now. 
because you told us that um, you've got a little bit of jitters going on tonight because uh, you run a show and the show's going on right now and you're not yeah. there. So tell people a little bit about uh, your show, uh, Portal Prov, and just kind of what all goes on at that uh, during that time. So Sure. So uh, in addition to being a geocacher and uh, I uh, am a performer and improviser and director. And so I direct a show here in Chicago at the Otherworld Theater called Portal Prov. Uh, and it's a fully improvised sci-fi and fantasy comedy show. And uh, each week we have a different theme. So the theme for tonight is Doctor Who. Um, but we've oh, done cool. any, everything from Ghostbusters to Jane Austen. So we've had all kinds of different themes. Uh, and it's all hosted by a mysterious character called the Portal Guide. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. And the show is every Sunday at 7 at Otherworld Theater. We also live stream it on uh, Twitch, Facebook, and cool. YouTube. Uh, but that's going on right now. Uh, this is our ninth show uh, performance of this show. And this is my first time missing it. So it feels like I'm uh, leaving the babies with the babysitter for the first time. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure. Yeah, they got to be fine. Please, please, please. Be fine. You can be funny without me, right? Yeah. No, nah, they'll be great. You're missing the Doctor Who show. I think there's a few people uh, that are questioning. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's right like a project. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure they're like, wait, what? You're going to talk about what on a what on another <laughs> what? podcast? What is this? What's going on? <laughs> Why are you leaving us? What happened? Uh, yeah. So, Don't worry, I'll be back. I'll be back next Sunday. Chronicle, chronically tired moms asking, "How did the Jane Austen one go?" That sounds very interesting. So. You know, we did that one on Easter Sunday, so it was a small but enthusiastic audience. I think we had about like ten people in the audience, um, and it was really, it was really fun. You know, I uh, I went in thinking, you know, like I always kind of thought of Jane Austen as, you know, I, probably because she's a female author, um, right. that um, this would appeal primarily to women. But we had a good mix of people there, and oh, like. Good. We did a lot of research, you know, men and women included in the cast. And right. um, so it was definitely educational for me and a lot of other people. And I actually came away with an appreciation uh, for the mm -hmm. author. And um, and uh, it was it was fun to play with uh, social status and, um, mm -hmm. you know, the sexism of the day and, and make fun of that. So it was it was a sure. fun show, uh, Lanissa. Yeah, she. Um, yeah, you know her because I know she's she's a geocaching friend of yours i think yeah so. and we're we're we're, we are, we're both tiktok you're right exactly right. so so yeah, we interact on she, tiktok yeah she says she adores jane austen my wife loves jane austen i actually i watched a jane austen movie with with my wife and some are pretty good some of them are a little bizarre wasn't emma's the one that's really strange where what's the one where the the person's like um oh boy i'm gonna get in trouble here <laughs> um, it's like a mystery that's that they don't know the person's living in the middle of the room middle of this big big house and nobody knows what's going on oh like i don't i don't think i i looked into that one the, the one i watched jane was austin? Sense and sensibility yeah emma though i think it's a jane austen one yes it is okay good all right that's yep. as far as i'll go with that i'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll figure out the one i'm thinking about and i'll, I'll get back to uh i'll get back to everybody on what i was thinking so anyway, uh, yeah, so that's really fun. We've got a lot of people in the, the, uh, the notes that are, um, in the, in the chat room who are, uh, fans of the improv. Something we talked about prior to the show was that I think 
even just I would maybe try a sketch type thing, an improv type thing, but but you said you've actually done a little bit of open mic, although that's not your favorite thing to do, but I could not imagine standing up and trying to do stand up where you stand there, tell jokes and hope somebody laughs at you or laughs with you. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's horrifying. <laughs> I mean, you know, with, with improv, there's someone else there to blame uh, for sure. And then uh, there's also the excuse, Oh, I just made it up off the top of my head. So right. if it wasn't good. Then I have, you know, that excuse, but you know, with stand up not only are you there by yourself so there's no one else to blame but you're also right. doing material that you wrote and so mm-hmm. you actually think is good and have thought about it and so if the audience doesn't respond to it then uh it can be quite mortifying uh so right. yeah yeah sketching and improv are my my more my forte but um hats off to all stand-up uh comics out there so how do you kind of brave for all of those things though? Mm-hmm. You, you know, yeah. not every business that you're in, you get immediate feedback right in your face, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if the audience is there in front of you, you're going to know whether it's going over well or not. So it's. You oh yeah. That. That's, and that can, that can be also be like one of the best parts, right? Is you get immediate Absolutely. feedback and you know, like, you know exactly how you're doing, whether or not they're making that particular sound. Uh, so, right. so it, it's uh, I think Jerry Seinfeld says this, but like uh, comedy like self corrects itself because you quickly you get immediate feedback and know how you're doing in the moment. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we're looking at I was looking at from the I would say a negative side, but from a positive side, mm-hmm. you might kill it. You might stand there and, you know, you start telling some jokes and the place is rolling on the floor and you're like, hey, this is pretty good. Oh, yeah. There's there's no bigger high for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. After, you know, being in a show that crushes, yeah, no better feeling. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't so, sleep. I can't sleep after that. I'm up all oh, night. Excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a, definitely an adrenaline rush after that. Uh, so how did you get started with improv? I know um, in some of your schooling, I think is fascinating. So uh, give us a little bit of background as to where you did train and, and, and um, what, what it was like to go through some of those, because, you know, we're, some of us are just used to sort of what I'd call standard school, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, what was it like going to some of those uh, different types of schools that you went to? Sure. So, so I've been doing improv uh, uh, about close to, close to 20 years now, crazily. Wow. Um, That's great. And- yeah, yeah. So I start like I, I, I'd say I started in 2004 when we created our college improv team. It was called Grandma's Third Leg at uh, Salem State College, now University in Massachusetts, which is cool. where I'm from. And uh, and we, you know, uh, my friend Mike and I knew very little. We'd seen Whose Line Is It Anyway on TV. Uh, and so he kind of took the lead and I was kind of like the second in command. Uh, and then he graduated and I inherited this group. Um, so I learned so much to begin with just by doing it. Um, and then when I graduated, I was a theater major, so I was performing in other capacities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I graduated, I got involved in the Boston theater scene and I was involved at theaters, um, like improv asylum and improv Boston. And I was, you know, I would teach and direct and perform at those places. Um, and, uh, about eight years ago, I moved to Chicago because mm-hmm. Chicago is thought of as being sort of the Mecca of improv comedy. Um, and it's got the world's famous second city here. So second I want, city. Yeah, yeah. So I want to get some of that second city stink on me, you know, <laughs> That's awesome. uh, so you see where that led me. 
And uh, yeah, so I, I, I went through the, um, the conservatory program wow. there and awesome. something called House Co, which is another program you have to audition for. And then you're, you're performing every Saturday for a year with that. Um, and I, wow. I briefly taught in the youth program there. Um, cool. Yeah. And since, you know, since then I've been kind of like just uh, auditioning for things. And, and now that I'm involved um, at other world, I'm directing this show and, and looking mm-hmm. for other opportunities to perform and That's on TikTok. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. we're going to yeah, we'll get to. Yeah. We're going to get to TikTok, which mm-hmm. is interesting uh, how this came about, but yeah. So, you know, John Candy, Eugene Levy, Bryce Reed. I mean, that's there you go. right. Those are the big three. When you think that's of right. uh, Second City, <laughs> I mean, I, I put myself directly after John Candy, but other than that, I think that's pretty accurate. So. Right in there, you know, with the with the group. You know, it's funny though if people that don't un, don't know, um, who you know, I grew up watching Saturday Night Live. You know, as a kid, I, I mean, I remember the the I remember the early early days. I'm old, so I remember all those days, but. Uh, I was still, I was a big fan and there's a lot of people that for, for a period of time, second city was not really as well known nowadays, you know, you, you know, you see Jits Creek with, with Eugene Levy or, you know, you see different people who were involved in second city who, you know, we see them sort of in the mainstream, you can say that, but yeah. I, I used to love watching, you know, the, the SCTV. I mean, that's something that, if you go back and watch, that's that's a little different tweak than Saturday Night Live, but still, yeah. I I found it'd be you know uh, still great comedy. You know, some great great comedians that were there. So, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, and they were based out of Toronto, the Toronto Second City. Right. Uh, well, SC stands for Second City TV. Uh, right. so, so it was, a, I think it was their second city cast, um, or people maybe formerly, I'm not quite sure, but, uh, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that show holds up. Yeah. So yeah. As people mentioned, um, about second city. So, so yeah. So you're doing the show. When did, when did, when were the show, when did you start with, uh, portal pro was that 20, what, what year was that, that you think we started with? So we're only nine shows into Portal Prob. This is okay. a new pro, a new venture. Um, gotcha. I've, been, I've been involved with Other World where we're doing the show um, for, oh, okay. gotcha. for several years in other capacities. Um, okay. I was in a show called Improvised Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and when it became clear that show wasn't going to come back, um, there's, Sundays at 7 was open. And mm-hmm. so I pitched my idea for um, a new improv comedy show called cool. Portal Prob. Um yeah, and it's, so it's going well so far. I'm excited. Now, what's interesting though is, uh, and we we don't just and I don't like to talk about pandemic a whole lot because we want to get past all that world, but it is fascinating for your story um, because you you had geocached a, a while back and then kind of drifted away from it a little bit, and then the pandemic hit. And so tell people a little bit about kind of what you had to go through because you can't do theater. <laughs> I mean, you could by yourself, I guess, or you could do it virtually, but you guys that uh, other world did other world shut down. They didn't do any of their shows. Correct. Is that early in the pandemic? We tr- tried to do some live stream stuff. Um, and some okay. of those shows are still up on um, YouTube that you can watch. Uh, but eventually it kind of, we, uh, 
they decide to take this opportunity to uh, just basically shut down and focus on when we can reopen. Um, and, you know, comedy, same thing. A lot of people were doing like Zoom improv and stand up shows. Obviously, we all would rather be in person. Um, sure. And so I, I sat a lot of that out, quite frankly. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was looking for stuff to do. I wasn't performing as much as I had been. I was looking for outlets and, and like, you know, safe things I could do outside by myself. Um, and so mm -hmm. I remembered, um, not that I had ever fully stopped, but I got reinvested myself in geocaching. Right. Um, and I, around the same time, uh, you know, I, I was talking to my therapist, to be frank, because she was like, right. you need you need an outlet for performance. Outlet. Right. Yeah. And like, like, what if you got on TikTok? And I'm like, oh, I'm a little old for TikTok. I don't know, but I'll try it. So I got on there. And so I was geocaching in my free time and I was going on TikTok in my free time. Yeah. And then eventually the two kind of merged together. And I was like, oh, yes. what if I just take people up with me on my adventures? Um, so if you ever want to watch my TikToks, I'm, I'm, oh my I'm gosh, they're awesome at the Bryce Reed on TikTok, the Bryce Reed. Uh, yes. and it's mostly, uh, geocaching, but I also, you know, look for old bottles and occasionally like last night mm -hmm. I went on a 5k, uh, concert run. Yeah, I so I, I basically, I take what people on adventures and try to make it a little funny. It's funny is that I ran across you from really from. And I don't get on social media a whole lot, but I was on Twitter and ran across. It. And of course, Twitter, TikTok, you know, you can link the two kind of. Mm -hmm. And I started watching. I mean, I'm binge watching Bryce Reed, man, doing TikTok. And I was like, we got to <laughs> have this guy on the show, man. This guy is, this guy is awesome. So I've got a few TikToks we're going to show. Okay. Um, we're going to. And so I'll, we'll kind of, if we need to stop it at any point, we can discuss. But um, there's, and there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of jewels out there. There's a lot of a lot of gems Bryce, out there to watch. Some of them, yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. A, lot, a lot of content up there. So a lot of content. We yeah. look, I got I picked out a few, so I want you to kind of we'll talk about them. So great. Um. Uh. So let me share my screen, and we will get right into showing a few of these because as you're, as you're pulling those up, I guess we can say two positive things about the pandemic. People got on TikTok and created a lot of content and True. a lot of people got either back into or into geocaching for the first time. Like yeah, millions of people got into it. Well, you know, we'll yeah. see how many stay now that you can do whatever you want to do again. But um, a lot, of, it gained a lot of traction during that time. Absolutely. And I know a lot of parents who, who didn't know what to do with their kids, you know, and, and they got their kids into it, like, because they read yeah. somewhere that, that was a fun family activity. So kind of cool. Very cool. All right. So let me, there we go. And um, I think we're going to do, yeah. Thank you, sir. My producer is on top of things tonight. So, all right. We'll start with this one. The Escape Game Chicago. I'm here to find a geocache and to do an escape room and to hang out with my friend Brendan and some friends on his birthday. I think I see the geocache <laughs> right here. I should yeah, also it's... mention that this cache was placed by the very prolific Z Wild. But before we get to that, we're going to enjoy the escape room. Our... So, so funny, I think, that in a giant city like Chicago, you found a what I would consider a giant geocache. Yeah. And that one, that one was inside a business. Uh, yeah, I know. The Escape yeah. Game Chicago, which... You know, uh, you go into a room and escape the room in an hour and you're solving puzzles. So it's very on mission for them. 
uh, to have yeah. be involved with uh, geocaching. But a guy I know placed that one and asked if I would uh, come check it out. Yeah, it's just funny though because one of the th- one of the the thing I mean the big the big thing we're going to talk about tonight is just so many so many people have not tried to geocache either in a city or even a big city. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, something like Chicago to go to Chicago and try to find a geocache. There's a lot, but then there's some sort of tricks that we're going to learn about from you. Uh, mm-hmm. But let me kind of go on. Go ahead, Jesse. We can say something. Maybe no. Okay. Pardon me. Let me show a little more of this video. All right, Cruz. All here. We're about to go into a special ops mysterious market, <laughs> and it's Brendan's birthday. Happy birthday, Brendan! Thank you very much. Metal. As always, this mission is strictly confidential. So the obvious clue might be the lion. Who turns on that light? Uh, button turns on those lights. We so love escape rooms. Find the poster as a whole. Me we too. Not go. This one was really fun too. Yeah. Oh, we're in, baby. Yeah. So we're smelling these bags to figure out what they smell like. Oh, we, we got, got a rhino, rhino head. Rhino. <gasps> the key. The key. To Rhino Land. Probably this other purse. I think so. Oh, it's a lion, I think. I think so. Or a bear? Oh, my. Bear. Oh, we're going in oh, an elevator. Must be in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got the power on, baby. Looks like a good one. Yeah. Yeah, this one starts out you're in a marketplace. Oh, yeah. and we had no idea this is a nuclear warhead. Right. So what's interesting, and some of us that don't know, I mean, I I helped Josh. You knew, you're, you're, you know Josh with a geocaching vlogger. Yeah. Does a lot of TikTok, and you know, yeah. But I helped him one day. We were at, where were we? I think we are in Cisco, Jesse, I think. No, where were we? Yeah, no. I don't know where we were. I've lost track. He was doing TikTok, but he was doing, and I don't understand, and I don't want to get a lot of details about TikTok, but. You could record, like, when you did that particular video, you cut a lot of those together. Now, did you cut those together later, or how did you? Yeah, so you can, some people record straight into the app. Um, I mm-hmm. I just record using my the camera app, and then um, you edit it in the, in the TikTok app later. Um, that way okay. I have. Yeah, I can be more discerning about which clips I want to use, and I don't have to worry about it in the moment. Uh, and okay. TikTok is good for that because they make it real easy for people who That's really cool. don't know how to edit to put stuff together. So, thanks TikTok. Thanks, <laughs> thank you TikTok. TikTok <laughs> sponsors of Geocache Talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be nice. Um, hey, well, we can be bought. Go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, now it it takes a lot of work to do those though. We, you know, Joshua and, and Derek and all them, they film a lot of stuff for their youtube and for tiktok and everything else and you may have like a you know one minute clip it didn't take one minute to produce that we know that for a fact it took it took right. longer and you're yeah absolutely and uh yeah and josh you know josh he does this you know professionally mm-hmm. so like he's he's got like a lot of different equipment um and he, yeah he's, he's shooting lots of angles so yeah you're absolutely right for like a short tiktok He's put a lot of, you know, a ton of effort into it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I think of 
um, Craig C. Michelle as well, mm-hmm. like a filmmaker, and he makes them look really good. Yeah, we love Craig. Craig is good, good dude. Um, so somebody was asking though, Bryce in the chat room. They said, "Is TikTok like Twitter is like thirty second max videos?" Is their question? Yeah, so uh, I think it used to be that they had to be under a minute, but now they have to be under three minutes. Uh, but three minutes is the max uh, that you can post. And that's one fun thing about that is it forces you to be brief uh, and not to talk for too long or spend too long on one thing. So uh, there's a real art to editing to them together by um, how can I get the uh, adventure across in as little time and as little information as possible? And it's just the highlights. Just the highlights, and we're going to do the next one, which is uh, another one that I've, I found this one uh, to be incredibly fascinating. This cache is, well, I'm going to let you explain the cache. Let us let me kind of run through part of it, uh, oh, yeah. Bryce, and then what I'll do is I'll stop it and ask you about this cache a little bit. So, All right. So let's do that. It's after work, and I'm on my way to a vampire-themed geocache. Ooh. It's raining a bit, but that's okay, because I have a feeling that this is going to take me underground. (laughs) And all I have to work with are these cryptic maps. So the maps... So we were talking about this before the show, and I think this is a fascinating idea Mm -hmm. for geocache. So tell people a little bit about the experience of doing this cache. Sure. So um, this this geocache is vampire themed, and it starts by saying that they saw a vampire disappear into some place where vampires might live uh, near the coordinates. And uh, what that turned out to mean was it took you down into Chicago's Pedway system. Um, if you're not familiar with Chicago, there is a series of interconnecting tunnels underneath uh, the downtown area, uh, and there's there's businesses and restaurants even down there, uh, and and they go there. It's kind of an extensive uh, uh, place you can travel in cold weather. And I had never been down there. So I found out I had to go down. And that that map you saw, um, all the Mm -hmm. symbols, like some of them represent going upstairs, downstairs, uh, through a turnstile. Um, And some of them I wasn't exactly sure. I just kind of had to guess. Um, But those maps were all I had to um, (laughs) find my way through this catacomb of sorts. Yeah. Uh, and I got a little lost several times, uh, but I eventually uh, made my way to the cache in the end. So let's let's keep going. If I'm not mistaken, this is the compass I need. Looks like I'm heading down into the infamous Chicago Headway system. So the Headway system is a series of tunnels underneath Chicago that you can use to get around. And somehow I've never explored them before. So this is exciting. Ooh, stained glass. It is insane that there's, there's all this stuff down here. Yeah, yeah. There's restaurants down here. There's restaurants. This is really cool. I've been in the Pedway system like before, like we were talking about before station. the show, and it's. But it also obviously connects to the loop or some. Yeah, like like you can see, it it connects to the the uh, train station. Next to all these here, it connects to Macy's. You know. Right. <laughs> I love that look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Gotta say, it's cool to that's, see a new aspect. That's every of geocacher at some point. <laughs> yeah. And it's all been right below my feet. Where are you, Wumpiers? <laughs> I can't believe how many businesses are just underground here. It's like another world. Like, so you had never been down there before this geocache? Correct. 
Like I had heard of it, but I, I, I just I wasn't sure where it started, and I didn't realize it was this extensive. Underground, and then just it was really, it was very interesting to go. Previous out. people had trouble with the maps at this point too. Uh, I'm taking a gamble that I was supposed to head outside, but it's not clear. Let's see if heading down to the river walk is the right way to go. I'm grasping at straws here. The photos in the log indicate this ends at a different part of the river walk. So I probably exited the pedway uh, in completely the wrong place. Okay, the pictures are really starting to line up uh, and the clue says it's inside a metal tube. Could it be this one? I don't think so. Let's try over here. It's gotta be right here somewhere. Uh, that's what we always, that's what every geocacher says. It's got to be right here. Look, it's this dark now. Holy crap. I actually found it after reaching in and trying to get this out. A pretty large for like one 10 for minutes while people walk by. Yeah, for this city. And like and a like heavy traffic area, too. Somebody, my hand is. Yeah. And my knees. Area. Guess I can't wear these jeans to work tomorrow. Inside, we have a custom stamp that has uh, seemingly been with this cache since the beginning. We have an army guy, and we have the logbook. Signed it. And I'm gonna leave one of these Ghostbuster pins. Gotta put this back only, not so far in this time. <laughs> I'm muddy, I'm wet, I'm downtown, I'm tired, and I defeated the vampires. Ha <laughs> ha, take that one, Piers. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, I I got I got off work at five and I don't think I like left the downtown area till like nine or ten. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Pretty pretty but, area though. I mean that's it's not Yeah, even, yeah, it's a cool place to explore for sure, especially along yeah, the river. It's beautiful. Along the Chicago River there, yeah, that's awesome. You know, uh um but yeah, I, you know, that's you, we've all been there, man. We've all been there. I you know, you think I'm I mean you didn't give up though. You hung in there. Of course, you were saying you were trying to, you were lining up. You used what you were given, obviously, in the cache, but then you were smart and you used some of the pictures that other people had posted, which I think all of us have used at some point, too, to kind of where were they standing, maybe? You know, those are always good clues. Yeah, I was trying to line up like pictures people had taken of themselves with the buildings in the background. Uh, and it made like, it, and the, it was clear that a lot of it was taking place on the river walk. But right. when I got down to the river walk, I was clear that it was a different part of the river walk. And then in the distance, I, I kind of recognized one of the buildings. So I walked like maybe like probably like a hundred yards down and started and things started to look familiar. Um, but even what, you know, as you saw in the video, even once I was there, I wasn't sure. And, uh, I ended up like climbing behind this area of the bridge that I thought for sure, like. Oh, it can't be here. They wouldn't have made us climb up here, but no, they did. They did. <laughs> no, no, nope, they, nope, they did. And yeah, it explains why it's been there so long because people aren't going <laughs> to be climbing up there. But yeah. yeah, that was a real fun one. Is that and you were brave enough of, to go. You didn't know where the final was. So you're brave enough to go and do this. Like you didn't script that out ahead of time. You actually went and, and filmed it all. I mean, I guess you oh, yeah. or whatever, but in, I, I film all my TikToks in real time and then reassemble them later. Something, you know, sometimes I'll like, I'll, I'll change the order of footage uh, to make things that go together go together, but um, but no, all the all the footage is like shot in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of some of them, you know, I think uh, I appreciate uh, geocaching. Katie used to do this when she did a lot of her vlogs. Is she would do a whole vlog and not find the cache. So yeah. I mean, there's there have been some that you've done where 
to me, it was fascinating to watch because somebody's trying to find a cash is always kind of interesting to watch. And then you didn't find it. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because like, I always feel a little self-conscious when I post the did not find videos, but I think it's, I think I'm finding that people find it relatable. Um, and it's also like, well, I've already shot all the footage, assuming I was going to find it. Sure. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like, it's like, ah, I don't want to abandon this just because I didn't end up finding it in the end. Uh, but you know, I try to, I try to make the, the advent, uh, the journey is the biggest part of the adventure, you know, right. my philosophy. Absolutely. Uh, and sometimes the story doesn't end the way you want it to, but I try to have a story with beginning, middle and end. Right. Um, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She's that's giving you a heart. <laughs> oh, she's teasing me because I say drat in my video. Drat. Yes. Drat. Pretty often when I don't drat. find that. Like uh, <laughs> the old timey, you know. You dastardly whiplash. Yes, right. Curses. Curses. Yes. Curses you. Do you cash? Yeah. The other thing that's kind of difficult that people forget about too is, you know, like this was an awesome geocache. And the geocache you found in the, you know, in the escape room, those are those are awesome, right? Those are one, you know, those are one of a kind. You don't find those a lot like that. Those are very unique. Most I guess the a lot of the challenge for, you know, you and you know, answer this for me, but a lot of the challenge sometimes is a lot of geocaches are not that exciting. So you've Correct. got to really tell a good story to make not every geocache sends you through a subway. Right. And then it goes mm -hmm. in an escape room. So that's, I think that's where the, the real skill comes in is how you tell the story. Thank you. Yeah, I, I agree. And, that, and that's something I realized early on. Like I was like, Oh, a lot of these are kind of the same. Uh, like, so when you're, so, uh, you know, I, I geocache primarily in the city in the Chicago area um, I don't have a car. So if I want to go anywhere else, I'm carpooling or renting a car or taking a train or something like that. Uh, and a lot of what's in the city are, are what we call micros. You know, mm -hmm. um, there's only room for a tiny little log to sign your name. Uh, and, a, you know, a lot of these are the same. Sometimes they're in uh, magnetic key holders. Sometimes they're in uh, little uh, nano containers mm -hmm. or um, uh, what's the bison tubes. Right. Sure. So a lot of times you're finding the same kind of container. And so as I was making videos, like it kind of occurred to me, like, what if it's about the journey? <laughs> so what, mm -hmm. about, so I've started talking about like what I've been up to that day, uh, highlighting the things I see on the way, making jokes, um, talking about points of interest or historical landmarks or cool architecture. Um, mm -hmm. And that kind of makes it like, I, ideally, I don't know. That's my my mission. If you want to be uh, want to call it that, is sure. to take make it feel like you're on the journey with me. That those, is, I really personal stories make it a lot more relatable. You know, that's we're all it, most people watching those videos. Some people watching those videos, I guess. And I can't say most people are geocachers or at least know what geocaching is or at least somewhat interested in it. But telling those other stories and pointing out those other things, I think, is what makes it so relatable for people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it's also, and people might be like, Oh, I walk by that all the time. I had no idea that this thing called geocaching was in my neighborhood. You know, it, it is fascinating though, when you find those, those rare, uh, unfortunately they're somewhat rare. I mean, part of it, like you've experienced is it's a little tough to hide caches in a big city. I mean, you have to, definitely plan accordingly to get especially when you do one of any, of any kind of size i mean 
Are you saying that you can't just throw an ammo can down in the subway? That would uh, that'd be problems at all. <laughs> fascinating. Yeah, that'd be fascinating. To that that will ruin everyone's commute for the day. <laughs> yeah, that would. Yeah. <laughs> you think the bomb squad would be called real quick with a chain yeah, yeah. ammo can? A to chain the ammo can in the subway. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Those geocachers. Yeah, but- <laughs> Monday. Oh gosh, yes. No, that's great. Yeah, no, that that would be bad. Um, but so, yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's really it's it's challenging to hide geocaches in the city because there's so many people walking by. You you have to, the good ones have are hidden in a like creative way, or yeah. or they're just in hidden in such a way that someone can't possibly stumble across it unless they're looking, and that's a challenge. Yeah, I think the other part though, and I, we've all kind of. I think experienced a little bit of this is that if you're in a place that has some fascinating locations, okay, you, you stuck a nano there cause you want me to come to that spot mm-hmm. to see something. I mean, I don't know, Jesse, you went, you were at, uh, you were at Wrigley field for yeah, World most series. Of- I mean, was, was there any caches nearby? You remember? Or? Well, the funny thing is, and, and Bryce may know this too, but, so we've cashed in Chicago several times over the years because we go out for games or whatever. Um, during the series, they actually removed all of the caches within the within the perimeter around. Oh, the yeah. they removed every single one. They contacted all the owners, removed every single one. You couldn't even access them on geocaching.com. They worked with geocaching.com to do that, I believe. So you oh, could wow. even like go and get them. Um, now we had been in that area before, so it was not an issue. But um, so we knew what was actually in that area, but. Yeah, but just for safety reasons, they went ahead and removed them all because it was a very secure area around Wrigley. But normally, yeah, there's there's ones all over the place, and they're I can't remember if it's a virtual or I think it's a virtual that's you got to stand in front of the you know the sign, the marquee sign in front. Yeah, of the all you got to do is take a picture of yourself in front of that yeah. sign. You can yeah, yeah. That virtual. So there's yeah. definitely so many- some that are in that area. I've there's got another one, one where you have to find information on the uh, the different statues around the field. Like there's yep, Harry Carey and various baseball players. Oh um, wow, so that's another fun cool. one. Or actually, that might that one might be an adventure lab. Now that I think about it. But anyway, yeah. And there's I think there's some physical ones in that area too, like over by Murphy's and stuff like that. But nothing like right up on the stadium because obviously they have to keep that secure. But yeah, you sure. have to be creative or they will disappear. And, and there's so many people in that area. Yes. Yeah, a lot of foot traffic. Yeah, lots. Uh, yeah, we're gonna show one virtual here in a moment that you did, which I found fascinating, and I appreciate the way you did it on TikTok. And we'll we'll show that here in a minute. Um, oh gosh, Direwolf. Darwolf's a big Cardinals fan, so he's got to yeah. bring up the talking smack. Him, Cardinals <laughs> and Cubs, man. You mentioned the Cubs, and poor Darwolf goes goes bonkers, man. <laughs> uh, anyway. But uh, yeah, there's um, there's sort of a art. There's so it's kind of an art, I think, to to urban caching, both finding them because mm-hmm. you gotta have to think a little bit outside the box because you're like, well, if it was a tree, you know, in a in a in a park, it'd be different, but. I'm near, you know, you, you know, obviously you're thinking lampposts and all that kind of thing, but, um, you know, it's fun when you can find hidden in plain sight. Type, yeah. The, uh, the fake electrical socket type thing or the, you know, those are kind of the, you know, I, I, I appreciate when 
a cashier will really go out of his way to hide something where thousands of people are basically going to walk past it and not even blink an eye. They're not even going to stop and look. And then it's a trick. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't how, I don't know how you pull it off. Uh, with, Do you have tricks that you use for that when it's a crowded area? Hide the shoe or... Oh, uh, oh, when I'm looking, you mean? So it's not to yeah. get caught. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, uh, yeah, tying the shoe for sure. Um, <laughs> I also like will walk by several times. Like I'll just walk by, then turn around, walk by again. <laughs> right. So look completely so, suspicious before you do it. That's what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to draw. You know me. I, I'm an entertainer. I like a crap. That's right. That's right. Get around, people. I get caught all the time and, and my rule of thumb is I'm just honest about what I'm doing because like, I don't want, I don't, if I start acting fishy, then, then people are going to get sketched out. And, and especially if it's like a security guard or something, you know, I just, and nine times out of 10, they either don't care or they think it's kind of cool and they just walk away. So, so yeah, I usually, if I, if I do get caught, I just tell, here's what I'm up to. So you tell the truth and when you get caught, because everybody has their own like go-to story when they're like, Hey, what are you doing? So you, yeah, you just, yeah. what do you tell them? What do you say that you're doing? I literally say, I literally say like, have you heard of geocaching? Oh, here's that. what it is. It's, it's basically a treasure hunt where you try to find containers people have hidden around. And some people have follow-up questions and some people's eyes glaze over and they walk away. <laughs> right. right. That's but funny. like usually if, if it's a security guard or someone like that, they'll, cause you know, they want to make sure I'm not, you know, doing right. anything nefarious. As soon as I tell them that they, they usually think it's kind of funny and they like kind of walk away. Right. Um, so occasionally, you know, depending on where you are, they'll be like, all right, keep it moving. But that's kind of, <laughs> I found it helps if you just take off running. When they yes. ask you a question, just immediately right. get out of the area and don't say anything. Don't look back. Yeah. I, I like to scream. You'll never catch me, copper. That's right. <laughs> then I be like, hmm, is he delusional or is he, is the actual danger? Is he dangerous to himself or others? Yeah. Do we take him to a jail cell or do we take him to a hospital? Yeah. Hospital. You know, yeah, in a big city, it could really be either. It really could all the time. So. <laughs> Roomba Cat says he's has a vest, garbage bag, and a claw stick. Works every time. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> I guess uh, on the performer angle, I could. You probably have talent, so you couldn't do this. I could put out like the guitar case, flip it open, like I'm trying to get money and play horribly, <laughs> and then everybody would like just intentionally not look oh at me. Oh my gosh! And I could find the geocache real quick. Right <laughs> there, you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be so bad that they don't want to come near you. It's sort of the reverse. Yeah. Yeah. If if I was performing, it would be that bad. Trust me. So it would work. <laughs> uh, so gonna show uh, last one one last one of TikTok because I want to ask you about this type of cash. There's several of these uh, in the Chicago area. So let's start with this one. I'm on my way to a virtual geocache. If you're not, you know, a virtual geocache is one that does not have an actual container or a log to sign, but rather uh, it is a cool place to go uh, where you might learn some information and might have to take a picture to log it. There it is, Tribune Tower. 
It was completed in 1925 to house, you guessed it, the Chicago Tribune. Embedded in the outside wall of Tribune Tower are 136 artifacts from historical sites around the world. These include a rock from Seminaire de Quebec, a rock from where Washington landed after crossing the Delaware. A rock from the North Dakota International Peace Garden. A brick from the Hans Christian Andersen home in Odense, Denmark. A rock from the Orod Peninsula in Guam. Another stone from Pearl Harbor. A brick from the Golden Castle in Osaka, Japan. A piece of Nebraska's chimney rock. Fortress walls from Cartagena, Colombia. A rock from Antarctica. A brick from the original meeting house the Pilgrims had in Holland before they took the Mayflower to America. This hey, thing, cool. mock of the Suleiman the Me <laughs> A piece of metal from the World <laughs> A piece of the original tomb of Abraham Lincoln. Roman ruins. A piece of the Alamo in Texas and a piece of Kaminsky Park in Chicago. This piece of Notre Dame in Paris. A brick from Wrigley Field. Whoa, exotic. A piece of the Stabian Baths <laughs> from Pompeii, Italy. A piece of the Badlands from South Dakota. My friends from South Dakota. That's awesome. A stone from the Mesa Verde cliff dwellings in Colorado. Somehow we got a piece of the Great Period at Giza. A brick from St. Peter's Cathedral in Rome, Italy. And a whole lot more. In order to log this cache, I have to take a picture of myself with one of these relics. Cheers. <laughs> I'm on my way to a virtual geo. <laughs> funny. I didn't even know that was there. I've been in Chicago several times. Yeah, it, it's funny. Like I, uh, so many people have commented on that video, and they had no idea that those things were embedded into the Tribune Tower. Um, I, I happen to know, but only because, like, I had read an article about it like a couple of years ago. Right. Um, so I finally went up over after day after work one day and decided to log it. But that was, you know, that was a fun one. Just like listing things as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, your, uh, your videos, just like geocaching, really people can live in a city for a long time. And unless they come across something like this, they're going to, they miss, they don't know what's in their own city. They really yeah. don't have any clue. They don't really explore their own city unless they're, you know, doing videos like this or watching videos or geocaching or, or finding some kind of, way to explore this people live in a city and have no clue what's around them yeah that's one of the like main things i love about geocaching is it takes you to locations you would never think to explore otherwise and and appreciate what's there uh, and that could range from a historical site to just a beautiful view but uh i i really love it it's made me appreciate chicago so much more mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very very true yeah. early on somebody mentioned about the uh, the bean oh yeah the giant bean in chicago that's a oh virtual. yeah yeah there's a virtual there for sure you got to take a picture of your reflection in the bean in the bean which that's is a fascinating yeah, it's just fascinating the uh the building of that too because uh, i watch a lot of weird videos and i watched one uh talking about uh spacex and how they do rivets on there and they talked about how do you do something like the bean and not because it's mirror i mean you you can't show rivets. That would not be any good. So yeah, it it, it appears to be seamless. So like, how do they right. do that? Yeah, how do they do that? It's fascinating. So, uh, all right. So let me check my notes. Cloudgate. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's yes. That's that is correct. Official. Yes. Yes, Darwolf. That's the official name, my friend. Yes, you're right. Um. Yeah, there's th that's kind of one of the things that I think we all appreciate most uh, about geocaching is the idea that, well, we always talk about one or two things. Either the cache is amazing 
um, or the location's amazing. Hopefully, mm-hmm. one of the two, or yeah. it's just a it's just a generic uh, cache, and it, another I can log it because I need one for that day. Or <laughs> right, <laughs> this it. one's here just for the numbers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so uh as we kind of start to wrap up for tonight um what are do, do you have do you have any plans of finding are there are there some on your list that your bucket list uh that you that you want to still find or are you or do you kind of i guess how do you geocache in the sense that do you kind of just like hey you know, call up your friends and say, we're going to go find a couple. Let me go. Let's go. Let's go this place. Or do you kind of think through, I want to go to this particular location. I guess, how do you look at like the process? Sure. Yeah. I, uh, so I'm very disorganized about it. I, (laughs) that's fine. I, uh, so, so much of it is, is like, I happen to be in this neighborhood. Let's see what's around. Um, so that's how a lot of it started. Uh, now I'm, I, you know, I'm running out of, uh, geocaches within, you know, a three mile radius. Uh, so now I'm, uh, you know, when I'm now I make plans to go to places that have a bunch there. Like if right. I, I think you've seen a bunch of, of me and my friend Bailey exploring right. a nearby place called the Bussy woods. Cause it's just a geocacher's right. paradise. There's just, you know, so, so many there. So like, when we're free, we'll just go back there at the same place. Cause it just yeah. it's take us a lot of visits to get them all. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I try to like, think like if I'm visiting somewhere, I try to grab some geocaches. If, sure. I, if I'm in the, if I'm in the suburbs for some reason, I'm like, Oh, let's see what geocaches are around nearby. I don't really necessarily have like, Oh, I have to get to this one right. uh, in, in my life. I kind of, I'm a little bit more, I guess, organic yeah. with it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I tend to be a social. I, I've become more and more of just a social cashier. Mm-hmm. I want to, if I'm going to go, I want to go with people. And that's just yeah. kind of, I'm a more, I'm kind of a social butterfly in that sense. Um, I know Jesse, you've kind of, you've kind of weaved in and out of different things you've mm-hmm. done where you get really focused on certain things, but then you'll switch gears and you'll focus differently or yeah, um, you'll go on a road trip, you know, um, uh, you know, which is weird. You're not going to, you, you're going to have to find a new Barry. Oh no, I'm just going to fly back out here. We're still going to meet once a year. I've got my crew and we've got a, we got a crazy crew that goes, we get together once a year for a trip and not all of them are necessarily in the area anymore, but we, we find a place to go every year and we do, you know, four or five days worth of a trip. But, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about it. I think, uh, for my caching, it's either me with my family, my, my daughters and my wife, or, I, I'd say probably at least 80% of the caches I've ever found, I've been with somebody. You know, we mm-hmm. go out with friends or we go out doing that or it's an event mm-hmm. or we meet up somewhere and we do that. You know, I'll find ones just driving around and, and waiting and, and doing things or whatever. But because a lot of mine are hikes and stuff like that, because I'm in Colorado. So the opposite of where you're at, right? right. Most of ours are out hiking and everything else. And usually you do those with people because you're going in the mountains and it's just smarter that way. Sure. Uh, yeah. Although you're in Chicago, so sometimes it's probably good for you to be with people too. So uh, <laughs> different dangers, different <laughs> but, different uh, dangers, but yeah, yeah. different dangers. But uh, yeah, for me, I think geocaching is more of a social, uh, a social thing. I 
I, I don't go by myself a lot. I know a lot of people do that, but um, because I like to share the experience and a lot of the ones that we do, it's like we'll do a group of them at a time and not go every day. And then we'll find another group that we'll do and, you know, things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can, you can get what you want out of it. You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. the nice thing. It can be, a, it could be a fun group activity. It could be a solo adventure, you know, whatever it works. So now that things are sort of kind of back to normal, are you just going to keep, is the, the geocaching slash TikTok bug still affecting you or, uh, yeah, absolutely. Here? The only thing that's changed is um, I'm a little busier now than I was. So just, <laughs> true. So car- carving out more, uh, carving out time to do it on the regular is the challenging part of it now. True. But no, I, I just as much, if not more than ever, I want to do it, and I have more and more people who want to go with me. So I'm excited to go with different friends, oh, and awesome. and so that and that and reconnect with people that way as well. Right. That is awesome, man. Well, Bryce. Um, it's gone fast. Thank you, my friend, for being on with us tonight. Oh, my uh, pleasure. Fa- Thank you, bro. It's fascinating. Uh, I love um, – uh, some people hate trying to find stuff in urban. I love the – I am I, I kind of love – I love it all, but I do love – there's – I think people need to not be afraid to urban cash. I, if, yeah. if, I think there's there's a place for that. If you're in, if you're in a big city, don't feel like, you know, you, you, you can't, I mean, there's, there's caches, there's either, you know, there's, gosh, there's probably a ton of adventure labs. You could do adventure labs. Oh yeah. For the next 10 years in Chicago, probably. Oh, for so. sure. For sure. <laughs> but, uh, looking it, forward to, uh, you know, hearing about how things are, are going and, um, you know, it's fun to, uh, to hear about you know, what's happening. Uh, remind people again a little bit if they want to, if they're in the Chicago area, uh, how they can come see uh, Portal Prov. Sure. Yeah. So Portal Prov is um, every Sunday at Otherworld Theater at seven o'clock central. Um, and it's, it's theater uh, on Clark street, just North of Wrigley field. Uh, and uh, yeah, sci-fi fantasy improv comedy show. Um, you can also follow me on TikTok at the Bryce Reed. Uh, and I'm Bryce Foot on geocaching. If you want to be my friend there as well, cool. uh, but yeah, those are those are the ways to find me. I'm gonna. Uh, we it's can make sure our, uh, links in our show notes as well. So uh, yeah. Come back and get. Oh, those. thank you. Yeah. Add those in the show notes. I just posted in the chat room his Twitter, which is the Bryce Reed, and I I had it right. Then I misspelled it. Then I fixed it. Then I misspelled it again. And then I fixed it. <laughs> R-E-A-D. So it's been yeah, a R-E-A-D. it's been a it's been a weird week for me. Um we had some other uh items uh that uh Bryce had sent and then I guessed at some things incorrectly and then um <laughs> anyway it was kind of a mess. So we did fix uh a lot of that. So uh yeah, it all worked out in the end, I think. It all worked out. Oh. So again, thanks. And yeah, they're in the show notes, and I put some of that in. The chat room so it'll be there for people that are watching later because we have people that watch later too so but uh, again thanks we hopefully will be able to uh connect again and uh, if you're in chicago area uh give bryce a call and maybe y'all can go find a geocache together heck yeah that's right all <laughs> right well thanks everybody and we'll see you next time so good night everybody
Good night. Good night. Thank you both. You bet. May your fines be many and your DNFs be few. May the terrain and difficulty both be less than two. Find its way to you. And may we all meet again. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching.